This is Joel Embiid and James Harden's best chance to win an NBA championship, and here's why. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into Philly Take with RB. Hit the like button if you enjoy these videos. Be sure to subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit the bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming videos or live streams. We are live every single game. It is the place to be during Sixers games. The community is growing. It's a lot of fun. We call the game. We break it down in real time right here on YouTube and on Playback TV. So be sure you're tuning in. We are growing rapidly on multiple platforms here in 20. 23 shout out to everybody rocking with the show today we are back sixers get a nice road back-to-back dub pacers on monday t wolves on tuesday now they have a couple days off to rest before they play the blazers at home on friday this team is getting hot yet again at the right time and i want to talk about today really why this is the best shot for the sixers to win a championship and has been under Joel Embiid. We're going to talk about the game last night, break down a little bit of what the Sixers are doing so well that has them sizzling at the right time yet again. And I have a message for some people out there. You do not want to miss it. We will break all of it down. But before we get right into it, man, shout out to the sponsor here of today's video, Aura. Aura is an easy to use app that includes everything you need to stay safe online by protecting you from scammers and hackers on the internet. They fight back against all of those annoying websites that try to make your personal info public and they alert you if any of your private info is found. Let me ask you, has anybody ever had an instance where somebody tries to steal your identity or somebody tries to open a credit card in your name or open a loan in your name or just whatever, it may be steal your information. All of those are issues that Aura aims to prevent. These things have happened to me in my personal life and now I'm using Aura and they are already giving me updates daily on, you know, people trying to get into my information, this, this, and that. Um, so they have you protected in every single way. They even give you real-time alerts when it comes to suspicious credit inquiries. And they even provide a VPN that allows you to scroll safe online anonymously. And they have a password manager where you can keep all of your credentials safe. So if you want to try out Aura and get a two-week free trial of all of their services, go download to the description Click the link aura.com slash Philly take and receive a two week free trial of all their services linked down in the description Aura is the partner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, which actually fits right in to this video because the Philadelphia 76ers absolutely smoked the Minnesota Timberwolves last night. I'm talking about sizzled. I'm talking about sauteed. I'm talking about cooked up on the grill. The Sixers absolutely cooked the Minnesota Timberwolves last night. And I have to be honest, I did not expect it. Again, on a road back-to-back, Sixers had to put up 147 on Monday night to beat the Pacers. It was a strenuous game. Then they come back the next night. No James Harden, by the way. He's sitting down. And what do the Sixers do? They just go out there and get business done. It, you know, they extended the gap. It wasn't even close. It was a nice, soothing win for once. And now... The Sixers are, uh, again, creeping up those standings. We'll talk about that. But why did the Sixers play so dominant last night? It is because of the man, Joel Embiid. I mean, this guy is nuts. Joel led the league last year, 30.6 points per game. First center to do this in over 20 years. Uh, you know, and, and this year, with now 17 games to go, he is averaging and a league leading, by the way, 33.3 points per game. 
Sixer Nation, I say it every single video, live stream, whatever it may be, do not take it for granted. You're watching one of the greatest big men of all time. This is a league that's driven by guards and maybe wings. And Joel Embiid is, again, changing the narrative, changing the game. He has been absolutely unbelievable. Now, what I found impressive last night was the attitude, the mentality. Joel Embiid went at Rudy Gobert. He went at the Timberwolves every single play. All the people that try to say Embiid's lazy, Embiid's this, he doesn't rebound, this and that, will now talk about him last night on the second of a back-to-back going out and putting up 39 points in three quarters. He could have had 55 if he wanted to. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. And he had 42 the night before to help propel the Sixers to a 147-143 win. This guy's been absolutely unbelievable. Shout out to Anthony Edwards. I honestly felt bad for him last night. Because, man, I don't know how the T-Wolves are even in the playoff picture. They looked awful. No Carl Anthony Towns, of course. And I want to talk about Rudy Gobert in a second, but Anthony Edwards knows ball. He was the only guy out there living on an island trying to survive, and he says Embiid is the MVP of the league. Anthony Edwards knows ball. By the way, here's what Joel Embiid said after the game. Listen up. Listen up. You know, MVP is defensive player of the year. You know, that doesn't you know mean anything to me. I'm still going to be the best player on the floor. That's a nice segue to my question that you know that's coming, Joe. There's a heated debate out there about who's the front runner for the MVP award. Essentially, he asks him to, uh, about the MVP, and he says, you know, I'm not worried about that anymore. I'm not worried about that. I'm on the bigger things now, and Bede's trying to win. As he says, I'm still going to be the best player on the floor. It doesn't matter. I, you know, you can give me the award or not. I'm out there to win. I'm out there to get it done this year. Shout out to Joel Embiid. Now, what I found interesting last night, uh, him and Maxie were running a lot of pick and pop. Here's what Joel and Harden have done so good together. This is what I always talk about, the two-man game. It is getting so smooth at this. It's so transitionless. Like, look at this, man. Look at this two-man game. Harden, right to Embiid. Boom. It's so flowing at this point like it's just automatic and last night again no Harden he was sitting out uh which again I hope the Sixers can get to the playoffs healthy I think it's good to give them a you know rest day or two obviously the Sixers are trying to climb the standings and win but what was so impressive last night was the pick and pop with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid now those two are getting more comfortable and you know here's the message I want to put out uh, after last night I said this before the game yesterday on the live stream. I said it during the game. I said it seven months ago. Uh, the Rudy Gobert trade is the worst in NBA history. I, I almost, I don't have words for it. I can't believe it. Five first round picks and what, three players for Rudy Gobert. And here's my message because, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk going on with Joel and Jokic. Again, I'm not that guy. I try to recognize the greatness of all of them. I do have a little fun once in a while, but. You know, the fact that that people nowadays want to go full ride with this advanced analytics and these crazy numbers and stats, my message is watch the game. Because Rudy Gobert last night had, what, six points and eight rebounds in the first 10 minutes? Always having a, a fantastic game. No, Rudy Gobert literally got cooked last night. He got put on the afterburners. Rudy Gobert got smoked by Joel Embiid. It was an effortless 39 points, and it got so bad that Rudy Gobert had to get switched off of him. The defensive player of the year had to get switched off of Joel Embiid because he was getting torched so bad. They put him on P.J. Tucker. 
who maybe shoots one or two shots a game. That is crazy. And I want to show you why watching the game means more than any statistic. Do I think stats have a role? Yes. You know, am I saying Gobert's a bad player? No. But that is the worst trade in NBA history. He held Donovan Mitchell from getting back to a, or from getting to a finals. And I've, I like the Timberwolves. I thought they were on an upscale last year. They had all the intensity, the energy. They had Pat Bev jumping on the scores table. Like, it was a fun ride for them. But, man, if I'm a T-Wolves fan, I'm pulling my hair out. I saw the Sixers try to do it. They try to put another center next to Embiid. Look what happened. Five first for Gobert. He can't even play off. Did you see that push shot last night? Wow. But anyway, let's look at a couple plays because here is, in fact, what Joel Embiid will do to Gobert or any other center in the league, and it's why he should be MVP. Here's example number one. By the way, look at Gobert, man. He doesn't even know what to do. He doesn't know what to do. Give it to Embiid. And look, Gobert can have the best block percentage efficiency, you know, times it to the 24th power, divide by 367 times .102. But he doesn't come out of the paint. He was scared to come out. Boom, Joel. All right, you don't believe me? Let's look at another example. And, and here's where effective Maxi and B pick and pop can really play a role. Here's example one. Look at this. And B going to set the screen. There goes Maxi. No communication between the T-Wolves. Gobert does not want to come out of the paint. Maxie's going to hit him back, and it's too late. And it's too late because Embiid's that good. How about another example? Here's another pick and pop, right? Edwards trying to stay on the back of Maxie. Gobert shifting over. Look, Gobert doesn't know what to do, and he's too slow. And this is a lot of what I say with Joel Embiid. Here's the difference, though. Embiid will come out of the paint eventually. Gobert will not. So, as great of a defender he is in the paint, you know, he can rack up all the blocks and steals within five feet of the basket that he wants. This is how you get absolutely cooked. And Joel Embiid going to step in. Well, that's just not fair. I mean, it's almost not fair. That's how good Joel Embiid is. It's crazy. It is crazy. And you know what? I remember J.J. Reddick sitting up on TV last year and, and talking about how they targeted Rudy Gobert in the pick and roll every single possession in the playoff series. And I see it. I see it. I mean, that is nuts. Gobert got absolutely demolished by Joel. It was too easy. The defensive player of the year, based on advanced analytics and statistics, and he had one of the best percentage years ever. Well, that is how dinner is served. Okay, Joel Embiid did the thing, and my gosh, my gosh. And then when you have plays like this, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. They had four people crash in on him. It doesn't matter, and one uh, Joel Embiid is one of the greatest talents ever at the center position. And all I'm asking, basketball gods, if you're listening, just one, just one chance. Embiid, Harden, healthy playoffs. Please, please, please. That's what we need to see. And right now, getting to the last part of this, um, this is the best shot for Joel to win an NBA championship. Uh, James Harden. James Harden is the point guard that Joel Embiid never had always needed. Uh, Joel Embiid is the center that James Harden never had always needed. Those two together have found it. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go as far as this. They might have the best trio since 1983. Because when you're getting a Tyrese Maxey like this, who has now put up 20-plus six games in a row, he's found his groove. He can go you know, start, stop, right off the dribble. He's too quick. Now the Sixers are getting a lot of transition points, especially with McDaniels. Right, this Sixers team has definitely upped their tempo since earlier this year. You got this trio and beat Harden Max. I'm telling you, in the playoffs, I don't think anybody can stop them. I'm telling you, 
those three clicking is going to be a scary story. And when we look at the Eastern Conference right now, really, I think that this year is the most open I have seen the NBA, maybe in eight, nine, ten years. Because Boston looked like the favorite early on. They were playing really good ball. And now they have, you know, they've kind of fiddled off a little bit. They've definitely hit the downscale now, dealing with some injuries. But still, I mean, they've lost three in a row. They don't. I've watched the last couple Celtic games. They are not indestructible by any means. Then the Milwaukee Bucks, very good team, championship experience. Sixers have beat them twice. And going against the Celtics, which is really the only team that's had the Sixers number, Sixers took it down to the last possession. Joel hit a full court shot that should have counted. And even though it didn't, that's fine. Sixers should have probably won that game. They blew a lead in that game. You know, they, they were right there at the finish line. Obviously, the Sixers want to climb up. Getting the one seed would be a perfect scenario. You know, you would play, I don't know, Miami or Atlanta potentially. And then who? The Knicks, Cavs. I mean, that would be an easy route. But I would probably say that the Sixers end up maybe in the two or three seed. And, you know, they're going to have to probably play Boston or Milwaukee in the second round. At this point, who cares, right? We spent, you know, two years ago wishing for the easiest path to the Eastern Conference Finals. At this point, man, you either get the job done or you don't. You play who's in front of you. I want whoever. I want whoever. If the Sixers are truly a championship team, they need to beat the best to be the best. And if they don't, I'm here to tell you guys, changes will be made. Changes will be made. I don't know if that'll be James Harden. I think he's going to get a max four-year, probably five-year. You got Maxi. you have to pay. Tobias going into the leisure. There will be changes made if the Sixers cannot get past the second round again. I'm here to guarantee that. But, This is the best shot they've had. I said it seven months ago during free agency. Like, this is the best team that Joel Embiid has had around him during the process, during his era, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And James Harden is playing his best ball right now. All I'm hoping for, again, is a healthy Harden, Maxi, Embiid, the rest of the guys obviously come playoff time. Because right now, even in the Western Conference, right, there is a lot of uncertainty. There's a you know a couple good teams, but this is the most open <clears throat> that I've seen the NBA in a long time. And the Sixers are, are getting hot again. This is like their third hot streak they're going on now. This is going to be a tough month. Honestly, I don't need to see anything else. I'm ready for the playoffs. I hope they can get up the standings, but I'm ready. I'm ready for some competitive basketball, and I'm loving the way they're playing, coming together. Even Doc Rivers is breaking sweats on the sideline, you know, putting his hands on his knees and looking like he just ran a marathon. Everybody's locked in. Everybody's locked in, and this is the opportunity. Really, the last of uh, you know shot, I guess, the final destination, if you'd say. Like this is the the last chance right here. So we will see how it all plays out. Give me all your thoughts on this down below in the comment section. Do you think the Sixers could be finals contenders? And are you confident with the way this team has been playing? Give me all your thoughts down below. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And with that being said, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace.